Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Mike Mansour, and I'm joined as always by my jacketed co-host Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time, except for these EAE singles episodes where we discuss one brand new album at a time. And today, what are we talking about? Not only do we got a brand new album, but a brand new artist called Bronson Arm. And that's their self-titled debut, Bronson Arm, who uh, was, this was gifted to us by our boy Tom Ozzie, who should all go follow and support. He recently interviewed, um, I believe, both members. And you could check, I think there's a full episode, uh, basically his new podcast. So mm-hmm. you can find a link to that in the description, tomosman.substack.com, Tom Osmond's whatever comes next. Um he also interviewed uh, Pete, Pete Stahl from from Scream on there, uh, and yeah, there's a lot, a lot more insight, a lot more stuff than we have here, because uh, here we're just gonna be mostly talking about the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, this, I guess we could do a little bit of backstory. Why the hell not? Um, because uh, this album comes out on January 12th, so later this week, if you're watching it the day this drops. But um, nice early beginning of the year, new album, new band from. Kalamazoo, Michigan, which is, I mean, the most fictional sounding city in America, I think, <laughs> and made up of uh, Blake Bickle and Garrett Yates, um, just a duo, uh, baritone guitar and drums, and uh, they sound a lot more powerful than a two-piece, though. The, the two-pieces are becoming quite a thing these days. Yeah. Of course, you got Mr. Flies, you got um, a band that we saw open for Oxbow, Um Psychic trash. Psychic trash. I think is that is that what they're called? Yeah. T- yep. That's them. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. And also from from Michigan. White stripes. Also from. <laughs> Fuck the white stripes, dude. <laughs> if you're gonna cite a, a noisy duo, go big business. <laughs> I was gonna get to them, but you know, I was still in the the Detroit too. Or... Oh wait, they're they're from from Detroit. Yeah, I for, completely forgot. Yeah. Uh, so Bronson Arm. All right. Little bit about the music. What does Alex think? I enjoy this album quite a bit. Really? It, yes. Uh kinda it's weird to call it a throwback, but it reminds me of uh the the glory days of bands on like Hydrahead Records. And, oh Hydrahead. And, and uh Southern Lords. So um yeah, like like if Hydrahead was still around, I could see like this band fitting yeah it, i mean because being right at home on that label i got so many just amrap noise rock vibes from this um i mean it didn't sound like exactly like an amrap band but it did remind me of it quite a bit it is it is a, a nice stew of a few things because there's like you know the the jesus lizard in the jesus lizard the, G- <laughs> the jesus lizard um, check out that episode and then I also see they cite Fugazi and and Sonic Youth, yeah. and then uh, I'm glad they did because then I was like, oh yeah, I could I could hear like that being like a, a Sonic Youth riff. Yeah, inter- yeah, um, because uh, honestly, like a lot of these riffs didn't mostly didn't grab me the first time mm-hmm. listening to it. It was just like, oh, it's just another noise rock band, but but it's you know he's using a baritone guitar. Uh, but it, it grew me more and more. I ended up having to listen to this one like a, a good number of times, and, it, and I do. I think every song is pretty good. A um, couple of them, actually, I think I like the album a lot. I think the second half is really where it's at, and I didn't learn this until after my second or third listen. I believe. 
the first five tracks have already been released as an EP mm -hmm. and they're basically unchanged. They're not re-recorded. They're just remastered for this. Okay. So really the second half of the album is the only new, new thing, quote unquote. And I think it's significantly better than the first half. And it, it, it makes sense in my brain a lot more because at least they're two, they're actually two separate things really. Well, it's all new to me. Um, I do agree the back half is stronger, but I still think there's stuff in the, the first half there that, is. that I like. Um, the drummer is Garrett, Garrett Yates, I believe, is yeah. the drummer. And Bickle is the guitar. I believe so. No, no, uh, yeah, Garrett's, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Garrett's um, drum. Also very funny that they have a guitar player on here named Ike Turner. See, that's what I... On track nine, which is uh, sorry, I got Robert's really fucking distracted. No, I know. I these credits are distracting. Uh, on track nine, <laughs> Rabbit Starvation. Uh, apparently, Ike Turner plays second guitar on there. <laughs> I the whole time I was thinking, like, is it just an Ike Turner sample or something, and they're just like being cute about it, or is it a man named Ike Turner who happens to play guitar also? Yeah, I think it's. In which case, change your name, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it. It's funny. Um, Having to explain that every time. If Michael B. Jordan could get out of the shadow, he's of, got the B. He's, he's got, got the, the B. B. All right, it's not Ike B. Turner. What if he changed his name to Ike B. Turner? That'd be a better name than Ike Turner. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so Yates is a very good drummer, yeah. very, uh, very high energy. He really doesn't stop throughout most of the album. He's yeah. always got something to do. One thing I did notice quite a bit from the, the first half, because like, um, at the end of it, or, or like as I was going through it, like the first or second time, I thinking like, man, all right, this is good, but it really picks up in the second half. It picks up a lot in the second half. The second half has a lot more overdubs. It has a lot more um, just experimentation, a lot more interesting melodies. Layers. Layers. And uh, layers, brother. Okay. And the first half, the first half feels like a duo for the most part. Uh, maybe not it's, in like the fullness. It still sounds like a full ba full band, but it, it doesn't, you could tell that that's basically how it sounds live. The second half, not so much. Yeah, like it's it's very much a, a very like primal sound. Um, but you know, uh, I was still I was expecting, I guess, a more noise orientated thing. But then you get to um, hard pass, which I believe is the second song. Yep, and I feel like that's channeling some Queens of the Stone Age without like sounding like queens of the stone age which is really hard to do that, that uh that distortion and that fuzziness yeah a lot of that too yeah yeah some of the riffs i was like this could this could like be on songs for songs for the dead or deaf i always yeah deaf what i always get that mixed up so i was like oh and then like tedious company there's a like a shaker <laughs> oh yeah well hard pass for one uh Grammy and mean a little bit, a little bit dark. Uh, I, I was trying to, I was thinking like, this isn't that super eventful, but then in the final minute, man, things pick up like crazy. Very cool. Um, and for like, and I, I can't say it as much about the second half, but for the first five tracks, first four, maybe, um, I was like, I don't love these riffs at all. They're pretty like just either ugly or just uneventful, but the way they pull them off, it, it's, it's the characters and the performances and the execution far more than the, the riffs. Um, at least in the first half of songs. I think I was, I was just folk. I was like, so entertained by the drumming in the first half. It does carry a lot of weight. Um, 
on Tita's company. That's a, a that was one song where it's like if you're gonna notice there being a lack of bass, it's on that song. Mm. But also, it still has moments where you don't miss it. It just gets giant and fucking heavy and, and fat. Um, it kind of alternates between the two, which is it's it it's good. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing with with duos because like duos without bass because. Uh, we knew someone who was in one of those bands. Um, we've, we've heard tons of those bands and there's like really no substitute for a bass. Like you can octave the fuck out of octave pedal, the fuck out of your guitar. Sure. Mm -hmm. But it's going to, uh, there's still going to be something missing, but in moments like that, and this, we, I saw this with a uh, psychic trash too, when we saw them, there's moments where they'll, they'll just be kind of hanging on just whatever distortion that they're, they're mostly leaning on. Mm -hmm. And then once in a while, they'll kick in this fucking extra octave thing and it gets giant and huge and, and you don't miss a bass at all, but you only notice it when it's juxtaposed with the, the less bassy parts. Mm. So there's still like this weird inherent limitation, but it feels less like a limitation when you space it out the way it does in tedious. It's a very convoluted way of, of describing the, of my point of it sounds cool, but that's how I processed it in my head. I love how Mike's it sounds cool is yeah. Something's missing. It's not right. It's not, it's not, it sounds like shit. All right. But, and that's but why it's, it's cool. cool. And that's why it's cool. <laughs> it does sound negative. Uh, moving, moving on. Um, I like his ilk is a little more sinister than the other songs, but it still manages to be big and bombastic and gets kind of violent towards the, you know, closing minute or so. Really ugly and bitter, but, but super interesting intro to that one. Um, it's a little bit more subdued. I like, I, I dig the Tom work on that song, mm -hmm. but again, all the, all stuff that got clicked with me after learning that that was originally an EP uh, is that, oh yeah, that was the closer and it does kind of have that sense about it. Yeah. Um, it's still a really, really ugly song, but it's done really, it's done really well. But yeah, my attention really peaked up on drain the coffers and that's where I was like, oh, I can hear some of that like Fugazi or that Sonic youth influence where, um, these aren't, there's still like primal, like sounding riffs, but then you have like a riff that sounds more alt rock, if you will. Yeah. Um, that's, that's where I started getting perked up really good energy. It's a very smart pacing choice to put that song, uh, right there after his ilk because of the, because of the energy, very frantic paranoid riffs. Uh, I fucking love those dissonant chords that it ha has on there. I think it's a great song. I mean, super brief too. How short? I mean, that one's super short. I mean, it's a fair, fairly brief album. It, it's a short album. Yeah, but that song is only a minute 43. And um, th that's what it was. Um, Tom sent it to me. Uh, that's where I learned. He said the, the, the first five tracks were previously released digitally as the Tosser EP in 2021. And then they were remastered, not re-recorded for this album. So the Tosser EP is where the first five songs were. Um, and the single, I guess you call it a single. It's the only, uh, the only track they released as of right now is... Track seven, one with the floor, which is one of the best songs on the album, I would say. Yes. Very good song. I um didn't even know it was a single, and yeah, it's my favorite. Like, oh, really? Yeah, before like we've heard a lot of like pri or you know, in the album, there's been a lot of primal caveman like riffs. Yeah, definitely. But this one is noticeably like 
a cut above the rest. Um, yeah. It's my favorite. And I was so like taken aback and pleasantly surprised by the way it ends with these almost like upbeat guitar riffs. Mm-hmm. Um, it this sounds really good. Yeah, it has this really great eerie main riff. It's really heavy. It's really bitter. There's a section on 250 that kicks so much ass. That's maybe what is I'm the, talking about. Is the part about? you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's super memorable. I'm actually glad they chose that as a as whatever one they're going to release. Um, it hits hard. And it does hit in a way that's a lot more, uh, I guess, fleshed out than the, the earlier stuff, the, mm-hmm. fir- the fir- first few tracks. Um, although the first, I mean, I kind of gloss over the first handful of songs. There's stuff that I still like, like um, I think it's conscious consciousness conf- uh, confuser. Um, I believe it's that song where I think it's the choruses where it gets really ethereal and dark and there's sung vocals. Um, I believe that's the one I'm thinking of, but it's a cool song and that, that, that part ends up being stuck in my head quite a bit, um, which kind of reminds me of the vocals, uh, completely buried and, mo- and mostly, uh, not always, but mostly drowned in reverb. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, they're fine. It's mostly him shouting, uh, Blake, mostly him shouting, uh, some sung stuff, but very, very, very little. It's a lot of just guttural yells, not even, not screams, not mm-hmm. like heart nothing that harsh, just him kind of shouting. Um, it's, it's unintrusive. It's not the most like revolutionary thing ever, but it's not, it doesn't get in the way of anything. Yeah. Patsy Ultima. I was gonna, I almost wrote short, but sweet, but it's, sh- it's short, but angry. Yes, it is. It's very straightforward, but it's very fun. A big, chunky, awesome riff around like a minute 15. It's an, it's an also another paranoid sounding one. Also, it's kind of fun to this, have a short, angry song is like, it's not an interlude, but like a little like palate cleanser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something that Ween did quite, quite well. Check out the Ween episode. This band sounds, sounds nothing like them. Um, also, not that relevant to the songs themselves, but the whole thing is recorded nicely where everything bleeds into the next song. Mm-hmm. It's all, it sounds like it's one long set or not even long. It sounds like it's one set set list mm-hmm. um, feedback bleeding into the beginnings of, you know, the next song or whatever. Um, it's a cool effect. And might as well get to some of uh, some Ike Turner on rabbit starvation because that one, I I can't tell what my favorite song is. It's either that one or the closer. I uh, yeah, I also love Rabbit Starvation. Um I love the like snare rolls yep. throughout the song. It, very cool, busy driving drums. You think maybe it might be dreamy, but then when the vocals come in, it just like hits you over the head. It's it's beautiful, it's savage. Um so good. There's a uh, it, that song it's almost like weird how much deeper that song sounds than a lot of the album. Mm-hmm. You could tell they they just spent a lot more time on with overdubs there. There's a, a lot more overdubs, um, especially the, that solo section, which is gorgeous. Has these these really pretty and pristine guitars with a, a bunch of overdubs. Um, it just sounds really fucking good and it feels good and it, there's like legitimate lovely moments in it, um, despite it being still nosy as shit. Closer, the devil you know is murdery and awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, that that that's how you do a closer. Yeah, it's so, it's so good. Um, I love the addition of these like gnarly synths. There's some horns. Oh yeah. 
I love the name of the guy who, who played the horns. What's his name, Alex? Disco Behemoth. Sure is. That's yeah. his name. That's who played horns and slash noise on that song. Also, I feel, I feel like when you hear horns on like a noise band or a metal band these days, well, it's usually Patrick Shiroishi. Nine times out of ten. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your old uh, schoolmate. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He like he played on the Agriculture album. Um, oh, really? I think he played for Billy Woods as well. So homeboys like, gets around. He's, I've had a one or two a pleasant hellos with him. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um. So I was like, it's probably it's probably Pat. He's on. No, this is a man named Dis or person i don't know named disco but it is a it is a being yeah <laughs> disco being lovecraftian disco well he does good work it, it does it good does work. good work yeah uh yeah but it's a evil and angry sounding uh sounding track with big giant heavy tribal drums um and then yeah the way it fucking deteriorates toward the end with all that bullshit is fucking so cool <laughs> it's it's really memorable and it stays with you when it ends which is like the best thing you could ask for in yeah, a closing song exactly that's that's my only it's actually emphasizes my only problem with the album is that it's so back heavy that it's like where was all that crazy cool shit on the first half of the album when it's like well literally it didn't do it it was a different time um so that's only my only problem with it, just the pacing of it and um where you, you you feel it split into two halves and 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 how much cool experimentation is on the second half as opposed to the first half, which is just, I mean, it's fine. It's cool stuff, but it, I can't help but but feel it. I feel it. I feel the shit out of it. I enjoyed it. I noticed the difference. Not a, uh, not a negative in my book, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, I would like to see them live, though. I'm, yeah, I'm excited to uh, see what these guys do in the future. Um, Good way, good way to start off the year, I think. Yeah, I'm encouraged by that. Just the, the fact that there's still people doing this kind of noise rock is a little bit warms my heart a bit. Also, uh, the big business connection continues because apparently the name Bronson Arm comes from a carp song, um, Get No Toys When You Play The Money, When You Pay The Money. So that's where the name came from. Next, I don't want to say what we're doing next week, but next week there will be a a big business connection too. Ooh, interesting! These big business connections. Hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, almost like we should cover big business soon. They don't have that many albums, right? Like, I have no idea. I'm. I've only heard like two, honestly. I'm gonna make you listen to Murder City Devils. Oh man, <laughs> what is it like? Twenty? <laughs> no, they have a. Ri- it's like. Four at most. That's not so bad. I I know you're not a fan of the drunken drunken bar music with an an organ. No, not so much. But I can be turned. Can always be turned. Hey, shut up, Batman. I see. Yeah. I don't know the reference. It's just a murder city devil. It's it's so like that in my head. Like when you walk into a bar, they should be playing murder city devils. Interesting. All right. I mean, maybe you could be turned. Maybe I could be. There's a lot of thunder going on outside. Like thunder (laughs) and lightning. God damn. That's a Thin Lizzy reference. (laughs) For those who don't know, go check out that episode. Uh, Also, uh, if you haven't heard Thin Lizzy's Thunder Lightning, after you listen to Bronson Arm, of course. Of course. (laughs) Most people haven't heard Thunder Lightning by Thin Lizzy. (laughs) 
<laughs> Most people have not. It is a diamond. I don't even want to say in the rough because because they're well, they're all that. Well, no, they're not. No, it followed Renegades, which was a terrible album. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So apparently, apparently, these guys have some live dates already booked for 2024. Um, so go check out their Instagram. Uh, that's Bronson underscore arm underscore noise. Um, and also check out the interview that Tom did with them. And their, uh, and their band camp. And their band camp. I'm just so, so I'm, I'm selectively out of the loop. We're like, I think that like, there's no good noise rock bands and there's a fucking million of them. I just don't know where to go. So nice. It's nice when someone throws one on my front door like this. Yeah. I feel like it's something I enjoy, but I don't like seek out. Yeah, like if someone shows it to me, I'll be like, nice, but I'm not going to be like, what's happening in noise rock in, in 2024? I would be more inclined because I'm such a huge noise rock guy, but get on your shit. Man. I know I'm tired, <laughs> uh, but it's pretty sick and you should check it out. And yeah, why the hell not? It's it's a fun two piece noisy. It's not going to win everybody over, but maybe, I mean, what? Maybe, yeah, maybe if you like sludge metal too. check them out yeah they're not sludgy but they still have a lot of like the scent a lot of the the essence you you can yeah you can hear it you can feel it yeah so do that cool thank you and big thanks to tom for getting us this album early um it was very fun very fun and do all the other stuff such as following us and continuing to watch us go ahead and follow me on all social media at pander monkey and alex on instagram at Every album, Alex. Of course, Tom Osmond. You got to check him out. Tom Osmond Sounds on all social media as well as TomOsmondSounds.com for all his music stuff. And his Substack, TomOsmond.Substack.com for his new podcast, his interviews with other musicians, all his writing and musings about music. It's very cool stuff. Very interesting. And he's got some big heavy hitters in there. So check it out if you like good, weird underground music. Um, and of course, yeah, of course, Patreon, baby, patreon.com slash every album ever. That's where you go. You get some bonus episodes. You get to see our schedule in advance. You get to vote on polls to decide who we cover next. You get to join our discord, be a part of our community and suggest these EAE singles episodes for us to record and do. Uh, you could also be a tier two member there. That's where you go. If you want to suggest a full ass discography uh, for us to cover on our bigger, longer numbered episodes. And in addition to requesting a full discography, all tier two members can, can suggest uh, any album from any discography for us to cover on Patreon bonus episodes. So go there, do that fun stuff. Uh, my, my EP, check out my EP. There's a link to that in the description as well. Uh, hmm. I guess there's really only one song there's literally only one song we can end it with wow you technically six but technically sick you're right but but i know you're not having that hell no let's fucking do it this is one with the floor so thanks so much for listening and watching see ya